Hello and welcome back to the Improvement Movement podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Coates, joined here with our co-host, Shamila Bonvenia. We are both life coaches wanting to create awareness towards mental health and encourage a really strong mindset. We are super excited to channel into today's episode, um, a topic that I'm, well, we're both extremely passionate about and that aligned with both of our worlds so heavily um, is empowerment as a whole. We love and froth this topic so much, so you'll be hearing a lot more about this topic in our future episodes. But today we wanted to channel a few things that have come up for both of us within the past couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been happening for quite a while, Mm -hmm. um, but we wanted to make sure that we were really channeling it our inner energy and love and passion for it and feeling right like ready like you said before we came on here like tapping into how we are feeling and how we can show up for the podcast because I do feel like our podcasts are very much all about empowerment in lots of different aspects and um I think we just needed to do what we like to say we like to keep some light and some a little bit heavy so we also have to tune into what we a feeling at a the feeling. time. Yeah. So, and I think we are feeling pretty tuned in and ready to kind of talk about this topic. Absolutely. And for our listeners to get the best out of um, out of us, we definitely have to have that initial. Yeah, this is the topic. I'm yeah. ready to. I'm ready to dive into this and and talk about it. Absolutely, because like we were so passionate about our last episode because we were just drawing off that fun bubbly energy that it was bringing. Everyone was getting really involved. And, <laughs> I loved it. And so having a good engagement. laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of engagement on that one and we appreciate our followers responding in our question box mm. and everything, which is so fun. I yeah. keep calling it a question, question box. box. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but all different levels on like your Instagram, mine and the podcast, there was a yeah. lot of interaction and it's just great to see, Like I guess, also how far we've come with a lot of a lot of the interaction and it comes mm. back to feeling grateful and super thankful for the support from you guys. So I guess, thank you. Absolutely. Um, Today we're really channeling um, a topic. Going a bit deeper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Today we're going a bit deeper. Definitely. Um, as we do always, we have a great conversation before we sit down and bring you the topic of the day or of the week. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we had some pretty cool stories come up, um, in your world, Jamila, especially with some pretty exciting news. Yeah. Um, so around the biz. Yeah. 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 So I'm really, um, I'm starting off my little live coaching business, which is called Evolve. Um, go check me out. Go check me out. Yeah. Shameless plug. (laughs) Um, on the gram, but no, it's just really diving into yeah empowering women um is my overall goal but what i've been saying as well is really diving into um and i kind of like i said at the start of the podcast i really want to do retreats and a lot of planning and a lot going on at the moment and a lot of creating um is bringing women together to feel strong enough to stand alone so and this comes back to our topic and so many people are at the moment are talking about a huge one for me at the moment is men or masculine yeah masculine energies in the work environment. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that's kind of coming back to my life coaching and back to what I stand for, bringing women together to feel strong enough to stand alone. So if you are in a toxic relationship or if you're in a relationship that is no longer serving you and it is becoming toxic um, and you don't feel that you have the power or the strength um, to dive into a new world because you feel that you're not good enough or you've been put down by the person that you're with or... And this can go vice versa, like this can happen for men and female, like I don't want you to think I'm only channeling in on, I'm not saying males are an issue, but this is my, like this is what I'm targeting because yeah. it's what I can relate to and it's what I've been through through personal um, experiences. Um, but like I said, coming back to I want to and we want to also yeah. empower women to feel strong enough to stand alone um, in the workplace, in everyday life, in your athletic world, yeah, in the sporting world, in the sporting world, in whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. So um, and I've had a lot of people reaching out saying, you know, this is happening in my workplace and I can tend to feel like this sometimes. And it's an ongoing thing that you hear over ye- the years as well. Mm. It's not just in the last couple of weeks. No, or, of course not. Um, and I'm sure you could relate to that. I'm sure you've yeah. heard things. And I actually was having coffee with a friend this morning and I was telling her about, we got talking on a topic of previous um, workplaces and where we've how we've felt in that industry and we were kind of bouncing off each other and she could relate and one lady actually overheard us yeah she heard your story she heard my story and she was like I just had to come over and stop you and say I was in tears I was I had tears rolling down my face and I'm sorry but I was listening and there wasn't anyone else around I didn't think I was speaking that loud but <laughs> was um but she kind of told me her story and where she's working and it's a very very catholic it's a, I'm not going to say where it is but very catholic environment a lot of men um that she was working with um predominantly male driven male driven yep. environment so she was included in some horrible horrible emails that was sexist and disrespectful and undermining women and um it was horrible mm. and it was just a casual conversation casual that conversation that went you know it was just and it would be a conversation that that men have all the time without women you know that they probably didn't even know she was in on that email or they did and they just didn't care yeah um but where i'm going with this as well is that she was on leave from that workplace because what's it called when you take like, like a mental health yeah like mental health leave mental health leave because she couldn't take what was going on around her and she needed some time and she was like this is my job I'm passionate about it but the environment that I'm working in is toxic is toxic and mm. I, and she said to me I will not walk away from this I need some time to get myself back on my process feet. I need everything. to process mm. but I, for the sake of women I'm not walking away from this and I kind of came back to her and I was like that is amazing and I think it's great that we are constantly trying to support and improve society and but it's hard it's hard work so remember you come first always Mm. and sometimes you do need to take a break you need to stop thinking about it so you can channel in some good energy so that you can go to supporting women and changing changing the workplaces but it's hard yeah because it's draining when when you're in the midst of it yeah and then just stepping back to be able to fill up your tank again in mm. order to 
you know, go in guns blazing and just be like, this isn't right. Mm. We Mm. need to put, um, you know, things in place to stop this from Mm. being something that's like the social norm. Mm. Or women having to sweep it under the rug. Now, Mm. this is a saying that I hear quite often is just, I had to sweep it under the rug or... I mentioned this happened at work, but nothing was done. They just swept it under the rug. That's not okay. Mm. And a lot of women don't feel that they can speak up because it, it didn't seem time. like it was a big enough deal to them. So, why, okay, was it a big enough deal for it to rock you? Then if it was, you need to say something. You need to go forward. You need to change this. You need to voice what you're feeling because I can guarantee if you're feeling that in your work placement, I lot of other people are as well Definitely. so um and like i said i'm not saying all men but no. in this topic in where she was in that um environment it, it was yeah <laughs> and um she was saying the main person that had started these emails she had gone and complained and said hey like this is not on like there was some she even showed me the emails which was bizarre like wow. she obviously felt super drawn to what we were talking about and vulnerable that she trusted hey i'm going to show you this because Mm. i want to empower women people also want to just feel heard yeah just be like look this is what's going on and this is the way it's making me feel and a lot of people probably just weren't willing to listen in her environment Mm. and she probably felt very alone if it was Mm. mainly masculine driven so at a coffee shop hearing two young girls talk about their you know their experience with men in the workplace probably just gave her so much like strength to stand up and say I've been experiencing the same thing and let's stand together Mm. and make a difference Mm. and it's it's beautiful like Mm. it literally I had goosebumps and I felt so like yes I'm doing like I'm showing up for myself here because Mm. someone has overheard this and been like I can relate I can see that she's coming from a good place I'm going to speak up here but what, going back to what I was saying is she's then gone and complained and said, hey, I'm uncomfortable. This is not where... I... And as they all say, what? I'm so sorry. This is horrible. This shouldn't be happening. I will mm. action it straight away. Nothing was done. Mm. Nothing. And I'm not saying in all environments nothing gets done because I'm sure that there are amazing employers that action things that need to be actioned. And I'm all like grateful for that. Just in this circumstance. In this circumstance. Mm. And he was promoted two weeks. I don't know if she said two weeks or two months, but doesn't matter. Mm. He was promoted into a higher position with more power. So not only did she go get swept under the rug, he got promoted to have more power and more ego. (laughs) So the person that she went to for help promoted promoted yeah the guy that had started these emails and that she had said hey can we action something from this nothing was actioned nothing was followed up Mm -hmm. she didn't feel heard she felt like a nuisance like an issue she was embarrassed Mm. um yet this guy is getting promoted so in society where are we changing this where are we fixing this like Like he's getting rewarded for rewarded oh he's good at his job so yeah okay cool he might be good at his job but where is the respect where is like treated everyone equally equality where is that Mm. um so i guess that's me like 
really what I had to say today and I can't believe like how relevant everything has kind of like flowed this morning like with that catch up and where I am with creating my business and um, the clients that I'm seeing and what I'm trying to target and channel into it's it was so so great to hear you come in full guns blazing it was just like I was like let's go (laughs) yeah it was great because I mean I got goosebumps because you were like I found my niche. Mm. You know, you said that you've been searching um, with loved ones around you to find your niche and just really hone in on something and you found it this morning. It was mm. so clear to you mm. this morning exactly what it is. Mm. And now you're going to just be on such a great trajectory once you have your why. Mm. Things just, you know, and you, you, yeah. you've always known what you mm. want to do, mm. but now that you have a niche, it's like you've got so much more control over yeah. exactly what needs to be done. Exactly. And what I was so proud of as well is like what I do say to people that inquire or have questions is exactly what I said before. I want to bring women together mm. and yeah, I want to bring women together to feel strong enough to stand alone. And it goes back to the niche that I've really dived into this morning. Because and I feel exactly passionate about it. feel yeah. passionate. You can hear it in your voice. You're so passionate. And you should see your hands. They're going everywhere. <laughs> I'm everywhere. I speak with my hands and my body and I feel like my eyes are quite like wide right now. But that is my passion and this is where I know that I'm good at my job because mm. I have so much belief and, and feeling and and knowledge as well that I can help women. Yeah. And you let's make our voices be heard. Like yeah. I am here to support you. Um and so are so many other women. Anyway, that's my <laughs> that's my little add to the topic of the podcast. But yeah. I this is I find this really interesting because I feel like your yours is completely opposite, which is amazing, and um really excited to hear you share your side of yeah yeah empowerment or... well my um I guess my experience in the sporting world um and I'm not saying like this is for everyone either I just speak for myself um I guess want to bring it like start talking about this panel that I was on I was on this female empowerment panel when I was younger um you know probably early 20s maybe even younger um I was invited to to step onto this panel and sit with some like Nova Paris um she's uh yeah she's like an indigenous um, oh yeah 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 um and now she's a politician um, I run with her, I used to run with her younger daughter, Jess Paris, um, and a few other big personalities. And as if I didn't feel out of place enough mm. in the beginning, like, mm. you know, this younger 20 year old, um, being invited on, onto the platform and I didn't really know what it would be about. I was a bit blinded, like, mm. yeah, yeah. They wanted me there. I was racing there. Um, and we had this the night before the race and I sat up on this chair. I hated public speaking. (laughs) I hated it. I felt so So uncomfortable, Mm. um, in front of all these people at this massive dinner. Mm. And we were speaking about female empowerment in sport, but I didn't know where the the conversation was going to go, what direction it was going to go in. And a lot of people that were sitting on the panel had a lot of issues with, um, like, the hierarchy and men being involved and men supporting men and pushing women aside 
um, and not really backing women in their journey and people feeling really, um, you know, we had AFL stars on there as well, like women AFL, um, which I completely understand in their sport would be really hard. Mm. You know, AFL has been a huge thing for men for so many mm. years and it's only, mm. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's only now that, you know, women are allowed to play and at that level and, you know, there's a lot of, so I completely understand why a lot of people were feeling the way they were feeling and expressing the way they were expressing. Um, but I sat there and I was, I was shaking in my boots. I was like, holy crap. I, <laughs> I don't, I yeah, I don't, I don't relate to any of these stories mm. because, uh, I've been surrounded by such incredibly uplifting male figures in my life Mm. you know that starts with my dad it starts with my stepdad Mm. who were very supportive in my sport but then it's almost like I held a sift in my hand without even knowing Mm. and I only really let those people in those men in who were going to be positive who were going to be uplifting all of the time and supportive of my journey from the start to finish through Mm. thick and thin And all those people I started attracting and my group started attracting men that were like brothers to me, Mm. you know, who had my back, who would pick me up to do the next rep, you know, when I was like, when I felt like I couldn't go through Mm. the pain and inflict further pain Mm. in my training, they would be there to like grab my hand, pick me up, come on Mads. And they were older. They were Mm. all older. They didn't have to do that. Mm. You know, they're on their own journey. But there was no man left behind. That was the mentality in my training squad. And I was surrounded by, you know, three, four men that were, you know, a lot older than me that supported me through my journey. And I was only just getting started. I met them all when I was 11. I was a junior. Mm. And they, they saw potential in me. They saw the spark in me and supported me. And so I sat on that panel and it felt like I, I was so like, I even just feel the anxiousness now when I talk about it, I felt like I was going to be looked at funny because I didn't have a story Mm. that was in relation to anyone else. But good on you. You stuck to like, yeah, you didn't go, Oh, I'll I'll pick one small thing that I may have had and I'll just go from there. Yeah. You didn't stick to the crowd or as we said last podcast, you weren't a sheep. No, I wasn't a sheep. Um, and I, it's not, it's not that I didn't believe what the other people on the panel were no, saying. It was just, I hadn't experienced mm. any of what they'd experienced within my sport. Um, so yeah, but within, apart from that, within things like my sport and my injury, I felt that my sport lacks female empowerment. Mm. It lacks it so heavily in the sense of, people just want to tear you down mm. people don't want to see you succeed mm. you know and I'll I was gonna get... just say <laughs> how does that make you feel but I think this says a lot more yeah, yeah. it gets me quite emotional because wow you're making me cry <laughs> but it's it's so beautiful that you're sharing like you know like to have both such powerful stories right now like completely opposite like it just goes to show mm. like it's not just men yeah female can be just as horrible yeah yeah um and non-supportive and but you know 
and especially in that environment because it, I guess it is quite a masculine environment too yeah we, we all sit in our masculine energy there's no doubt about it mm. and um you know coming from someone that has had quite a lot of success through um my younger years up until my injury I always felt you know like I had a lot of people behind me who were interested and supportive of my journey and Mm. I think now that my injury was the best thing that could have ever happened to me because I realized Mm. who who the true people were who the who my real friends were who the real supporters were because before that injury I felt like when I turned around I had a crowd full of people that were like yeah you're awesome go mads like let's get a photo like you're wicked you ran so well Mm. and although I never let any of that get to my head of course it felt great um but after my injury I then took a look back and there was only a handful of people there that would be hard that would be really really hard and I just wanted to say quickly thank you for sharing I know how big that is for you that's a big thing for you to have just shared so thank you and it's amazing that you're bringing awareness to this and this just goes to show your strength and the fact that you may have lost people or like not lost or it people don't support success and then when someone goes through hardship it really does show you who's got your back definitely and aren't you grateful that you went through such a thing yeah i i definitely am really grateful and really weirdly appreciative of my injury because it helped healthy good good I'm so that's so (laughs) good to hear I'm appreciative of this injury rather than saying fuck my injury like it's held me back it's this it's that you've got a a positive outlook on it yeah exactly so you know and it just it just reminds me of like how strong I was when I was successful being able to create you um, are successful yeah (laughs) not when you were you are yeah um that I was able to stand strong be humble and always bring other people up Mm. always rise always support Mm. and no matter how old the, the people were I ran against someone who was you know a mum in her 30s and I was you know 14 years old and She was in awe of me and, you know, was always extremely supportive and looked up to me in my journey. And we always had incredible conversations and I felt like I was inspiring her. Mm. And then I realised how big my reach was because, you know, she was in her 30s with kids and then her kids looked up to me so much and they were like seven. Mm. So being able to touch such broad Mm. age ages and at the age that you at were the age so. that I was kind of like you know sitting in the middle I probably sit more in the middle now but realizing that by being true to myself and holding my values close to my heart and not letting anyone you know ruin my funk or sway, your, or yeah. sway my yeah thoughts, and thoughts I was able to reach a lot of people around me and not letting people who were negative towards my journey kind of rock my boat that says a lot about you though is like how people show up after things like this really shows you who they are as a person and and people that you know kind of like drop off 
it says so much more about them and yeah. it should be so inspiring for yourself that you you know I show up hey I show up for other people I support other people yeah. you you are empath- like empathetic as well like you have a certain care about you and I think that is such a special thing to have yeah um and I'll I'll never you stop that yeah, yeah I'll never stop that like you know even the people that I feel have let me down since my injury I don't act any different towards mm. them I just know quietly where they stand in my life and how mm. far I let them in so there's boundaries yeah I have mm. I have a lot of boundaries set in place now and I'm nice to everyone kind to everyone but I know where people sit and I think the best thing is I continue on the path that I, I'm on where I empower other people, I support other people, I bring other people up because the way I look at it is do I want to compete against the fittest, strongest group of g- girls in Australia who are all doing well and all thriving and get success out of that, you know, compete against people at their best mm-hmm. instead of trying to drag people down to get what I want, to get success. Mm-hmm. It, that that's doesn't, not gonna make it doesn't feel any no better. it doesn't feel good for me it hurts that would hurt me yeah and I think subconsciously yeah. it would hurt those people but they're so far in that fucking hole yeah they keep going I also feel like the way they act outwardly and mm. you know in my case towards me is a reflection of themselves and what they yeah. need to work on moving forward and just realizing that their opinion of me or their whatever they're projecting on me Mm. has nothing to do with me it's more to do with them Mm. and that that's where I want it's hard because that's where I want to help them understand and get them to understand Mm. but it's not my job Mm. and if you're going to be nasty to me leverage the knowledge that you have and let it go like it's yeah and I think you do do that because it's kind of something I learned this week as well there's always an ice let's say there's an iceberg there's always shit underneath it that they're carrying insecurities doubt a situation that's happened in their life that's completely rocked them there's something that's it's showing up in their everyday life because they've got this iceberg of shit underneath it Mm. i mean everyone has that but it's not your issue it's not you it's them like you said it's it says so much about them and as that how they show up and how they support other people and that's how you kind of what did you say before shift like you um filter through filter people through. yeah because you have such a good gauge of how you're genuine yeah and you know there's everyone's got shit going on everyone's got insecurities but there's a difference between showing up with kindness and love and support and empowering people or you can choose to go down that rat hole of um i've got this i've got that the poor man t- poor me mentality so I'm not going to I'm going to be the I'm going to do this but I'm not going to support anyone else on the way Mm, mm. good luck getting there yeah and once you do get there where are your friends at Mm. where's your support team because you're gonna have really fucked off a lot of people (laughs) who were were there for you but genuinely there for you if you're going to go through you know in my case sport like that Mm you'll end up with very little afterwards. You know, mm. you've got a gold medal, wicked. Where are your friends? Mm. Where are your oh, you family? don't have true friends mm. because you use them to get what you wanted mm. and now you just, like, milk off other people. Mm. And it's something that I just, in my sport, it does my head in. Mm. And it's something that I will continue to work on to create change mm. and to always 
show up for myself and my values within my sport mm. and lead by example mm-hmm. and you know show up even when I'm not at my best mm-hmm. treat people how you want to be treated as well absolutely like the people that you know are like that they must get treated like that as well somewhere mm-hmm. in their life whether it's from their family or from their friends they don't know maybe they don't know any different but surely they would hate that you know that would hurt them like show up as a best version of you for other people and mm. you get so much more out of it absolutely yeah and i think it's that is both our stories are so valid and completely different and it just goes to show we both have such so, such similar values and beliefs just in completely different fields in a way mm. Mm. um but thank you so much for sharing that oh no i appreciate it <laughs> i feel so bad for getting so emotional <laughs> no but this is what like we you know that this is what it's about and mm. like what going back to the start of the podcast we can do the fun and light podcast yeah and we can have a good laugh and we can talk shit but we can also really dial in on hardship yeah draw on emotion draw on those emotions yeah because they're there. Yeah. I feel them so intensely. And I think that's that's why it's great to do mm. fun podcasts. Mm. Have that those two different ends of the spectrum going at the same time. Because I know within myself, I don't always want to no. be like... No. I couldn't. Serious and... <laughs> it's, um, tra- it's a lot. Like, I'm going to be knackered after this. Yeah. It is it's a lot. lot. It's and like I, when you do therapy. It's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm tired. Absolutely. and It I takes feel- a lot out of you. It, it definitely does. And we've mentioned that in previous podcasts. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope that you could learn something. Or if you've got a similar story or something that you've gone through that you want to share with us, pop a little comment or shoot us a message. Yeah. Something that, like, if this really resonated with you, we can always do another kind of half an hour podcast relating to this because I feel like it's a hot topic for both female and men Um, and just wanted to make it clear that we obviously support both sex it's not about Mm -hmm. one or the other it's mainly coming back like Maddie said to our personal experiences and from what we hear so what you hear in your sporting athletic world and what I hear in the business kind of side of things and where I'm going with my um, career and yeah Thanks for yeah. tuning in. Please feel free to reach out. Reach even, out. Even into our DMs, like, because it's, it's a pretty personal topic. So if you're experiencing something similar and you just want to feel heard, have a conversation, we are always there for you. Please don't hesitate to reach out. We are here to help. But apart from that, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast and we'll be back with a brand new episode shortly. Bye. Bye.